RadioInfluence.com. Welcome, 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 welcome back. Life in the Fast Lane hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. How's everybody doing out there this week? How are you? Me, your boy, I'm doing grand. I'm doing grand, and I I hope that you are all doing as grand as grand can be. Um, We're still dealing with this virus. We're still dealing with quarantine. We're still dealing with lockdown situations. Um, I, I just want to, I keep it, I'm gonna keep it 100. <laughs> if you follow your boy on social media, I apparently pissed some people off. I said something. I said something last week on my Facebook page that set off a small, small fire, small forest fire. Uh, it was a very polarized. I didn't realize it was going to be polarizing. I had no idea. I just look, I'm a grown man. I can say what I want. It's my page. I can say what I want. It's my social media. I'm going to say what I want. And so I did. And I, you know, you can feel free. The post is still up. It's on my Facebook. Um, so find it. it <laughs> let me know what your thoughts are. But apparently, I made this comment and it turned into a whole thing. And I think some people who read the comment took it as a personal jab. And to be honest, it wasn't it. The, 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 my post, I get asked often during these times by people to join them on group rides and to go and hang out. And you know what? Honestly, I'm not interested in it. I'm not, I'm not interested in group rides. It's not from right now. I'm all about riding. I'm all about less bitching, more riding. Um, I I just, you know, I just, I feel like right now getting out for a ride is important, but the whole stopping and the hanging out and posting videos and pictures and, and talking about we out here screaming bike life or whatever. I don't think it's smart. I don't think that it's what is, I don't think it's helping anything. And if it's not helping, it's hurting. Um, You know, I'm part of, I want to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. So if I go for, when I go for a ride, I do my solo runs. And that's what I talk about. The post is about me doing solo rides and I get up and I get going and then I'm back. Um, I'm not interested in hanging out. I'm just not interested in doing that right now. I'm interested in hanging out with my family, my wife and my boys. Um, that's, that's, that's where my life is right now. Um, but you know, I made the comment, I made the post about my response. It was more of a general response of, you know, the request to be part of these group rides or whatever. And and then I'm keeping 100 with you. I said, fuck a group ride. That's what I said. I said it. I'm a grown man. I can, I have no, no regrets that I meant that I'm not doing group rides. Well, apparently the day that I posted that there was a group ride or whatever. And people who were on the (laughs) people who were on that ride read my, my post and felt a certain type of way about it, thinking that I was talking about them specifically. I find it hilarious because I was talking about things in general. And some of the comments 
were very, you know, it, at this point to me, they were they're entertaining. They were entertaining when I read them then. They're entertaining now um, because people were making comments and references to things. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm like, I, you know, like, I, like, like, you know, they kept making up. It was weird. It was weird. Um, but the, the comments, the post is still up. The comments are still up. And, uh, you know, people are still sharing their two cents in on it. So, um, you know, look, I just put it like this, man. People are going to do what they want to do. And that's cool. You know what I mean? That's part of being, you know, an adult, part of being a free spirit, part of being uh, a human. Part Your soul is, is destined for freedom. Um, and that's why, you know, we ride bikes because we are we're, we're free. We do what we want. Um, but don't get mad at me because I don't want to do what you want to do. I do what I do. I do what I do the way I want to do it, how I want to do it. And if you are doing something the way you want to do it, I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to get down with it. But I'm that's you. That's your deal. Don't get mad at me because I don't want to get down the way you want to get down. It, it, look, it, it's wasted energy and effort. You can be mad. You're going to be just fine or not. Because your boy, Mr. Black Moses, is indubitably going to be grand. You dig? Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, y'all. Let's ride. My guest this week is a dear friend of mine. He's a bro. I've known him for almost 10 years. Please welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, my bro, Nathan Verdugo. What's good, brother? How are you, man? Oh, I'm doing okay. You know, just living my quarantine dream. I, see, I, I like I like that positivity. I like that. <laughs> Black Moses prides himself, uh, prides himself as a positive individual so it's uh it's good it's good when you know when positivity vibes together quarantine dream man quarantine yeah. dream what's going on man look listen 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 man listen you and i you and i go back like we go back we've known each other has it been t- not 10 years has it been 10 years it's got to be close to 10 years because I think we um, we definitely go back to my, my Dainese days and, and probably frequented a few of the same Red Bull MotoGP after parties w- back in those days for I, sure. I would I would say the Red Bull. Uh, yeah, the Red Bull. Guilty. Guilty is charged. <laughs> um, and let's just leave that there for the moment. Let's just leave. Let's just leave that on the shelf right there. Listen, bro, you you are one of the people and, you know, I, I talk about a lot of stuff on on my show, Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. I, I, I talk about a lot of people that have influenced me, that inspire me, that continue to push me. And, bro, like you, you've just always been like my bro. You know what I mean? Like every time we see each other, no matter what capacity we are seeing each other in, it's like, we've never skip a beat. We live on opposite ends of the country. We live Mm -hmm. on the opposite coast, but when we see each other, either it's on the East or the West or somewhere in the middle, it's like, we never miss a beat, man. Yeah. I mean, I I suppose that's a testament to both of our past in this world of like choosing a career um, that reflects your your passion and what you love to do. You generally surround yourself with people who are very like minded. And it's it's not by uh, by chance that uh, you develop 
relationships outside of business because of that, you know? So I I think that's, that's a huge testament to just who we are as individuals, you know? Like, bro, honestly, like I get happy when I see you. Like I, like (laughs) I grew up rap. It's like, Oh, it's like, Oh, Nate's here. Oh, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. (laughs) I get excited. And the beautiful thing is you're one of the most chill dudes though. Like you don't, you're not like super hype. You're not like, it's just like you, you're just a good vibe dude who's always, we have to talk about your dapperness. You know, you, you always, yeah. <laughs> you, your dapperness is on 1000. Forget 100. Your dapperness yeah. is, you know, I believe the word is, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it, a, are you a haberdasher? Oh, I mean, I definitely have a nice collection of haberdashery. Yeah, yes, those are, yes, those, yes. Those accessories that really make your fit pop for sure. You I know, mean, like from, from the hats the, to the belts to the handkerchiefs. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, the kerchiefs. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. Yeah. Makes me feel good, especially like in uh, you know motorcycles. Around, it, it's funny because I, you know motorcycles and fashion. Um, seems sometimes mutually exclusive but then there's so many things that are intertwined where you know uh, a leather jacket leather motorcycle jacket from back in the 50s is still a main staple in, in forward fashion um you know you dress it down with jeans and t-shirts but uh when it comes to every either moto gp racer or supercross they're as um interested in what their outward appearance is, is there, are there race crafts? Like having your kit be fire is, is something that's as important to, um, your, your race day as, uh, as you know, the bike being ready to go. So I guess I've always taken that approach, um, with myself, even off, off the bike or with business. So yeah, you know, I I like it fresh. (laughs) I, 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 I like to, um, I like to give a shout out right now to the late great John Witherspoon. You remember the comedian actor, do you recall maybe from Friday he played Pops in Friday he yep. played um in uh the Wayans brother he was Pops in the Wayans brothers uh he was also in uh Boomerang with Eddie Murphy and he yep. had that classic line you got to coordinate you got to co- <laughs> <laughs> you, you you got to coordinate and bro you always coordinate so it's it's a good look man it's a good look Bro, listen, man, it, it's a, it's an honor and a blessing to have you uh, finally on the show. And a lot of people don't know that you actually helped me before it before Life in the Fast Lane hosted by me. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses, became what it is. We had a dry run. We had a dry run. And you helped me kind of work, not kind of, indubitably work out some of the kinks before we went live. Um, it, it's, it's a lost episode that will probably never reach the airwaves, <laughs> but <laughs> it was one of those things where you helped me to figure out what the show, the format, how it needed to be, what it was going to be. So, you know, you are part of the foundation of the show. So it's a blessing and an honor. So it, not, not just because you're my bro, but real life, yeah. real facts. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Well, Black Moses, appreciate you. Well, thank you. Thank you, man. Like, I, it's, it's great to see where you've taken this. I, I really uh, appreciate this medium specifically. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts that aren't just motorcycle relating. So it's, it's good to see you doing your thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where you've taken it, man. That's all you. Oh man. It's all, 
saw us. You know, I'm quoting people today. Black, you know, uh, Black Moses quoting people. Uh, Public enemy, it takes a nation. It takes a nation. You dig? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm on one today. Look, the quarantine, the quarantine situation. I, I have become. I, I feel as though I've become more creative, but I think I'm just getting on my wife's nerves. I think that's pretty much the balance. You know, it's either me being more creative um, equals getting on my wife's nerves, and and I'm, and I'm okay with that. I am. Yeah. I, she's probably not, but it's, you know, it, it's going to be what it's going to be. Listen, man, you are still recovering from an injury, correct? Yeah. Right. Right before all of this uh, quarantine madness kicked off, I, uh, I I broke my ankle pretty bad and had to get a couple surgeries. So uh, this lockdown has actually sort of been perfect timing. I feel like everybody's kind of going through it with me. Everybody's uh, you know, at home, not being able to do much. So, um, yeah, it feels like I have everybody behind me at the same time so um can we talk about what happened can we talk about what happened briefly sure yeah yeah um uh i you know my my background is more off-road stuff i I grew up racing dirt bikes and uh you know race motocross and off-road raced baja several times so um um, had to take a little bit of a hiatus with, uh with work because it just didn't allow time to, to go ride as much so um with uh, switching to a new job, kind of gotten my weekends back and had more time to, to get back into it. So just got back into it and, um, you know, I was going consistently and feeling good and riding with buddies and just really feeling happy about being back on dirt bikes. And, uh, uh, I was at the track and, um, long story short, I overshot a landing on a jump. And when I landed, my foot slipped off the peg and kind of just got stuck right in between the ground and the, uh, and the bike oh. and I ended up, um, yeah, breaking all the bones of my body or in my ankle. Not my body, please, <laughs> thank God. Right. Um, yeah. So, uh, four plates and 42 screws later and, uh, I'm, I'm getting back to it. So I've got a, I've got an appointment next week and hopefully start physical therapy and hopefully be back on the bike before, before too long here. What are they saying? Like how, how long have you been off the bike? This happened happened mid February. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm still here. Uh, yeah, I've had, I'm about a month out from my last surgery. It's been a couple of surgeries. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on pace though. Were you now, was it your left ankle, right ankle? Left ankle. Yeah. Let me tell you something, bro. That's weird. It's weird. You know when I, you know, I blew my ankle out a couple of years ago, right? Did you know that? Uh-huh. Yeah. How'd, how'd you do yours? Okay. So, okay. Okay. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay. I was riding yeah. and I, to this day, to this day, it, I, I can't believe I never told you the story. Okay. All right. This is not about me. It's about yeah. this, but, but, but let's just talk about it. People need, people need to know. Bro, bro. <laughs> all right. Listen, listen. So I'm cruising back. From I had my shut the city down ride. You know my famous cheesesteak runs, yeah, right? Yeah. So the I still ride, have yet to make that. I, I've got to get on that ride for sure. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what we can do about that. We'll talk about it. So mm. where <laughs> the ride's over? It's like four five. It's like five o'clock in the evening. It's chill. I'm by myself. I'm going home. I'm leaving Center City, Philadelphia. I'm hitting a part of the city called Roxborough, which is just like a little neighborhood right before you hop out into the burbs. So I'm cruising and I mean cruising. I pull up to a red light. You dig? I'm at a red light. The light turns green. I ease onto the throttle. I'm maybe mm-hmm. doing 15, 20 miles an hour out of a side street out of a side street. This is a two lane. I'm in the left lane. Okay. Out of a side street. 
barrels this white van and it hits me broadside. Okay. Hits me. And I remember when the bumper hit my ankle and I was on my, I was on my ex Diavel. So, you know, with, oh, the forward, yeah, yeah. with the forward controls, like my ankle is up a little bit and it's right next to the yeah. case, to the engine case. And I felt the impact because it felt like fire. It just like Ugh. my, like I got struck by lightning. It was like, wow. Right. But yeah, here's yeah, the yeah. funny thing. This is when it gets funny because your boy, Mr. Black Moses. Okay. I'm a positive person. Okay. The lady that hit me, I look right at her and she's yeah. looking at me. And she didn't know what to do. She didn't hit the brakes. She maintained her speed. She pushed me from the left lane to the right lane. And she never let off. I'm looking at her. Had she, but here's the thing. Had she let off, okay, I would have tipped over and she would have ran me over, okay? But she looked at me. She was petrified. She didn't know what to do. I had the wherewithal to get on the hammer. I get on yeah. it, right? So I I power <laughs> out, right? Yeah. And this is when it gets it turns into a 1970s black exploitation film at this point. Okay? <laughs> I come to a stop. Now my left leg is useless. I can't feel it. I can't I'm in pain, but I never drop the bike. I never yeah. drop the bike. There I've come to a corner where I can stop, I bring the bike to a stop, uh, and I swear to God, this is the God honest truth. There is a brother, older brother, old school. He's on the corner at the pizza. I think it's Frank's Pizza Shop. Okay, yeah. He's eating a slice of pizza, and this is what he says: "Damn, homie." You must be a professional. In between his commentary, he's eating the slice of pizza and I'm watching the cheese drip and the grease. And he's like, damn, homie, you must be. I've never I've seen people get hit before, but you didn't drop your shit. You are amazing. I'm looking I'm like, bro, can you just help me put my kickstand down? (laughs) He was like, yeah, man, but damn, homie, you is use the truth. Use the truth. (laughs) I'm dying, right? Somebody comes over, puts my kickstand down. The lady of it, she did stop. Then she comes over to me and she goes, Oh, I'm I'm not going to do her accent. I'm not going to talk about nationalities. I'm not going to talk about yeah. anything. But she says to me, let me drive you to the hospital. I said, ma'am, driving is not your thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's not, that's yes. not your deal. We're just, right. let's just, the professionals are coming. Let's just, let's just wait for them. Can you just, then she says, well, can I give you something for the pain? I said, once again, okay, we're going to wait for the professionals. <sighs> I said, I've seen this movie before. Okay. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to give you there. a second chance. Oh my God. So, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that was my, that, and that dude, and I was out of commission for uh, that, that had, that was in, a, that was in May. And it was interesting because that was May, the beginning of May. And then my mm. first time back on the bike, was the Pirelli VIP track day several months oh, later wow. in July. Yeah. Like I was, when I'm talking about, I didn't do at anything. At Thunderhill? No, no, no. At uh, Laguna. Laguna. Okay, cool. cool. After World oh, Superbike. Yeah. That to me yeah. was, I was like, but during that time, during that time, 
Oh my God. I was, it was miserable. It was hell. Gosh, you, it, it seems like it takes forever uh, to, to be honest. I mean, this is not my, my first go around with injuries, sure. um, but it's actually my first big one on the lower extremities, mm. you know? Mm. And, and it's different because like, you know, broken arms or wrists or anything else, at least you can kind of get up and go take a walk. Like right. I can't, it's, it's so, um, debilitating not having use of your bottom extremities it's just it's it's different you know you, it really has made it? me sit down are you crutching um, it are you caning it what, 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 what's your mode of uh, transportation yeah so i'm still not weight bearing on it at all so i i've got crutches but then i, I just picked up this uh this thing called the iWalk 2.0 what so you, that you sounds robotic yeah, <laughs> it is so you basically like you kneel on it and then it straps around your thigh and then you have like this peg leg device that comes out of the bottom shut up um, it's yeah, so it's cool because you can at least use your arms. Are you a cyborg um, now? I'm I'm essentially a cyborg now. So I need to see my iPhone and this and this peg leg when you device. Your, wait, is it you use your phone? No, 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 no. But oh, just that's, you know to to give into the the cyborg stuff. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Well, yeah. But at least now with this thing strapped to my leg, I can I can you know make myself a sandwich and do laundry and like carry a cup of coffee from my living room to my porch because basically that's all I can go now. But yeah, wow. it's. It's, uh, it's good. Wow. But it, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's debilitating having an injury this big to your bottom half, man. I'm, I'm not pumped on it. I can't wait for it to be over. I've been having dreams about walking the last two nights. As a matter of fact, you've had dreams <laughs> about walking. Yeah. Literally about walking. It's crazy. Walking soon I'm comes, ready. bro. Walking soon comes. I hope. Listen, bro, let's talk about some positive. Let's talk about some, some, yeah. some new, new what's going on with the bro rolling. Um, you're over at Roland Sands design now. And mm -hmm. I, you know, I have to be honest, man, I noticed a change, you know, Roland, shout out to the boy Roland. That's the bro. Um, yeah, Roland's great. Real rap, man. That's my guy. Love that guy. <laughs> um, but gotta get him on the show, man. Absolutely. He's so entertaining to talk wait, to. Wait, wait, the last time, last time I was in Cali, I stopped by the offices and he was on the phone. It was me, you in the room. Who else was in the room? Was that summer? Uh, I think it was just, might have been three of us. Oh, okay. maybe somewhere was there. Yeah, I yeah. Think somewhere was there. there. And I just remember over the phone, Roland goes, you always smell so good, man. And I'm just like, it was the most <laughs> random thing. It was the most random thing. He's like, you always smell yeah. good. I'm like, I'm going to leave some essence of black Moses somewhere around the office <laughs> just, just for you to have, you know, have me around. So, um, but I noticed when you joined the team, you know, there was a certain cool factor that you did. You, I, it was, I think it was noticeable. Um, small things, small detail things, but things just, you know, there was a certain cool factor um, that made me pay more that, attention. That that came over me or came to the you, team? I think with you, I'm saying like, with, maybe it was, maybe it was vice versa. I mean, yeah, you know, all those, together, I'm just saying. Just, man, Roland and those guys have done some cool stuff for a really long time. Like I, I'm, I'm thankful to be a part of their, their group, man. I've, I've, uh, I've had a, the pleasure of working for a lot of top-notch companies in this industry and worked with a lot of lot of cool people. But when I tell you that I've never worked around a smaller group of people who get more shit done with less bitching, I, mm. I these, the team's amazing, man. These guys all really get it. We're all on the same page. And, like, it's overall uh, our goal is just to do and make cool shit, and I think they knock it out of the park 90%, 99% of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's really, I mean, and everything that's from, it, it, the beautiful thing is, it's, you guys, you guys are doing it all. You're doing custom bikes. You're doing apparel. 
you're doing lifestyle, you're doing videos, you're doing racing with the super hooligans. And I want to talk about the super hooligan situation. Um, like it's, it's just really cool to see our industry have these, uh, I don't, should we, we can say Titans, you know, these Titans of our industry who were just, no, dynamo, dynamo. That's the word I'm looking for to have these dynamos that say, you know what, what's good for the culture is good for the culture and doing yeah. things for the culture, by the culture and pushing the culture forward instead of being a culture vulture. You, you dig what I'm saying there? You did. Cause yeah, I believe, I believe that there are elements of culture vultures in our society that are in it for a quick buck. Roland and his team and, and the team, you included, of course, and, and with your history, I mean, you've you have, you know, you've been in different in uh, different companies and different organizations. So your experience, you, what you bring to the table, uh, it, it's for the culture. And I, yeah. you know, Black Moses approves, man. Black Moses approves. Yeah. It- not, not to mention our, our whole line of, of hard parts too. We yeah. still make, you know, hard parts for, for BMWs, Harleys, Ducatis, uh, Tri- BM, uh, Triumph, you know, there's, there's a lot that we do. We, we make, um, probably the best, uh, flat track wheel that's used by most, um, most of the top AFT teams, um, now. So it's, yeah, we, across the board where we've, we've got our, our hands and a lot of the, the cool stuff. And, and I honestly think that's a testament of just, you know, everybody on the team having their eye on what is rad and why we want to do it is, is specifically for that reason, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's rad, you know, it's, you guys <laughs> are doing some rad stuff. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about, and again, I was real quick. What's specifically, what's your role at RSD? Oh man, I, I would say me, like most people there, we, we tend to wear a lot of hats. So, you know, it's, it's everything from events, marketing, um, you know, most of the, uh, written words on the blog is, is me, uh, a lot of the social media stuff. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm one specific thing, but, um, I'm, I'm definitely a lot of, a lot of little things. You are exactly whatever you need to be whenever you need to be it in that moment. And sometimes that's, that's hanging banners at the, at the track that is, uh, you know, driving the trucks to pick up bikes. You are a hustler. I've seen, (laughs) I've seen you just, you know, I've seen, I've seen you doing the damn thing at events, man. And, and, you know, you just, I remember the first time I see you, I saw you running. I I didn't know he could move like that. That's crazy. I didn't know. Uh, Thanks. Thanks. You're making me blush now. I try. I try. Um, Let's talk about super hooligans, man. Like that. You know, I I had actually, I recall it was, we've talked about the incident many a times here on Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. Um, The, the, between Spico and I, um, celebrity super 73 uh, race. Uh, was that two years ago? Was that two years ago? Yeah. yeah. Handbuilt show, Austin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, if you asked, did you recruit me for that? Was that you? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Because oh, I, 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 cause I, don't, I don't know. I've, I've definitely seen you on the track. I know your riding capabilities. I know just, just like the pizza man on the corner, you are a professional. <laughs> uh, but I've, I've, I've never seen you in like a real like race scenario. So yeah. I this this was the perfect opportunity. Yeah. In, in exactly. Yes. 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 My mindset and, changes. I'm the animal. Yes. 
And, and and to this day, I think your your uh, post race interview is is one of the ones the most epic post race interviews that'll go down in history for sure. Well, I I've I've never seen somebody helmet still on smoking a cigar. Yes. I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even know if the race had finished yet before you'd already sparked. Spark. Here was the funny thing. I because <laughs> someone sent me the clip like a reverse angle clip after yeah. I tumbled. Okay, and you hear you hear. It's like the crowd is like, go Moses. It's like, oh no, Moses is down. Moses is down. <laughs> and before I stand up, a microphone is in my face. <laughs> <laughs> so the race yeah. is still going on, but I'm giving a post crash interview. Um, and yeah. then I, by the time I get back on the bike, the race is over. So <laughs> I pull yeah. up and then that's when the post race interview uh, occurred. And I swear Epic. that was just. I, that made me famous. If they didn't know Black <laughs> Moses, they didn't know Black Moses before, and I'm talking about the, even the next day at the track, people were like, Moses! <laughs> Black Moses! That's right. Uh, it That's was grand. Right. It was grand. Such a good time. Um, That's awesome, man. And to be honest with you, just that your experience there is what the essence of super hooligan racing oh, is, man. man. It's that super hooligan racing is, has been around now for as a as a movement as an idea has been around for the past five six years or so um you know we're we're in our third uh uh full season of of it being a you know full-fledged series with with I'm using air quotes here, rules and, and guidelines and such, but that movement is is just your experience man it's it's guys who who know how to ride have maybe never raced before, but like have the accoutrement, whether it's the, you know, the, uh, the bike, the, right. the, the equipment and like the desire to go out there and do it. And, and that's what we bring. And we bring it to the people, which is super, super rad. So it was the even- most entertaining. And I, bro, you know, I've done a lot of stuff in this industry. I've done a yeah. lot and I've been a lot of places that, mo- that, that was the moment that, bla- that I was born. That, <laughs> that, that moment gave me life. That was yeah. the most entertaining experience the one that my wife was so upset bro my wife was so mad um she was like (laughs) yes oh she wanted me to go to the hospital i was like babe what type of punk would i look like if i crashed in a super hooligan race and wind off to the hospital i said i have i'll have a beer and a cigar, yeah. like how? What kind of post race? I've, I've smoked a cigar with a helmet on. Okay, yeah. I gave the most epic post race interview ever. Now I gotta yeah. go to the hospital. No, I'll just, I'll just have a beer and I'll be, yeah. I'll be just fine. She was really upset though. I love my wife. Um, but that, that in itself, man, you're. I agree with you wholeheartedly. The, the super hooligan, the race, the experience, the vibe, the open pit. Just you can taste it. It's very inspirational. If you've never raced, you, you're watching these guys roll around. Shout out to Frankie Garcia, um, the guys at every everybody that's involved, man, all the teams and all the individuals. It's very inspirational. And if you're standing there and you see these guys, you're like, wow, you know what? It makes you think I can do this. I should Absolutely. do this. How who yeah, do I that, talk to? How do I sign up? How do I get involved? It's very inviting. And I think, again, culture for the culture by the culture. It's dope. It's dope. Absolutely. And like, you know, that speaking to that specifically, like we've 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 taken people and, and, and machines and sort of 
elevated those platforms. You know, like one of the the, the best bikes to use out there, which a lot of people are using, are are uh, Sportsters. You know, and that's mm-hmm. that's had the uh, um, maybe the negative connotation of being you know a beginner's bike or or you know even worse a girl's bike. But um, uh, we have girls that are racing out there, and it showed that those those bikes are, are plenty capable of of, of participating. Um, you know, the Gotti Scrambler, same thing. Uh, the the Indian FTR, I think, goes a lot as as far as like making its splash on the scene to, to hooligan racing. Like, um, yeah, I mean, all of these bikes, all of the people that come out, the characters couldn't be from more diverse backgrounds. Um, like I said, we have everybody from from plumbers to stuntmen professional motorcycle racers from different backgrounds, uh, uh, your regular nine to five guys, just everybody out there. It's, it's an every man sport. And, yeah. and, and it's incredible. The people's backgrounds and who becomes really, really good at this is, is pretty neat too. Let's talk about how, how you got to talk about the elephant in the room. How has the, the virus, how is the, how has it impacted business in general. I mean, we don't have to get into details or specifics, but obviously, you know, there's no events going on right now. There's no racing. Um, you know, what's, what's the game plan, how to recover, how to deal with and how to recover. Yeah. I've been making this statement known. I'm interested in getting back to the get back. That's very important. Get back to the get back. What, 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 what's your take on that? Totally. We're, we're on the same page too. And, and as of now, um, for 2020, we had a nine round schedule for super hooligan. Uh, we've completed two races. Uh, the first one being at the one pro, um, uh, moto show in, in Portland, Oregon, the second one being at the mint 400, which was the first for us, super cool race. Um, right at state line at the beginning of the mid 400 off-road race, one of the most prestigious off-road races in the, in the, in the world. Okay. Um, and both of those were, were great. You know, we had the momentum going and we, and we were, we were ready to go. Um, and then the, the, the coronavirus hit and kind of put us all on, on hold. Um, are we still anticipate on completing the last seven rounds? Um, we had a, we have a really, really cool schedule that was brought us, you know, all over the country. So, um, our plan is still to execute a, a nine round series with seven still to go. And, uh, um, obviously dates and chimes are going to change and we're, we're sort of just waiting like everybody else is for, um, the go ahead to, to get back to normal and, and we'll be back to it. Uh, I know all of our, our fans are waiting. Definitely all the racers are getting ready. So, uh, we're just taking this time to, to get our mental game right, get the bikes prepped. And, and as soon as they throw the green flag, we'll be throwing ours. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised that one of these events, your boy Black Moses just rolls up. Don't be surprised if I just happen to roll up and grid up in a run with your brown type situation. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just well, saying. Yeah. Bro, we, we have a class. That's the, that's the other cool thing about our events besides the, uh, the, the super hooligan, which has become sort of the premier class. And, and man, we've got some really fast guys in there. You have ex AFT pros that are in it. You've got guys that have, have really picked up on the sport and been, you know, true hooligans since day one and have like sorted it out and got their bike style and, and they've gotten fast in the super hooligan class. Um, now we have the hooligan class, which is, is kind of your more first timers. We basically say if you're, uh, if you're fast, Faster than Roland, you can race Super Hooligan. If you're slower than Roland, you got to start in the Hooligan class. 
And, uh, and oh, then we've boy. got, you know, some of the support classes too. We've got run what you brung. We usually have a vintage class. We have smaller displacement races. Um, you know, like your first race, we had the super 73s out there. Yeah. Uh, we've got stasic classes for the, for the real junior kids. Um, it's, it's a whole experience for, for everybody. We've, we've definitely got a class for everybody out there. Awesome, man. I love it. I love a quick yeah. question, man. Have you ever seen anybody fall as epic as I fell? Man, there's been some some good crashes out there. Uh, yours, yours is yours is up there. Uh, you and and Imogen, Imogen took a, a big Didn't she into crash the- like in the same lap as I yeah. did. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it was. She took a barricade pretty, out, right? Cool. She took yeah. She she took a barricade right to the chest. Hers was oh, pretty man. epic too. Between you two, that that day was. Uh, and to watch you guys both pop up and be cool, like I was. Uh, Hats off to both of you guys. <laughs> no, it's 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 it's, just, it's it's the thing that gods are made of. So <laughs> it's just it's just what we do. It's just what we do, bro. For you, sure. You you know it, everybody that listens to the show knows about the super pole section. Uh, and I, you know, and I know you know about it because, like as we mentioned in the lost episode that will never air, you yeah. actually helped me develop the super pole section. Uh, yeah. Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. So, I, you know, let's just get right into it. You know what it is. You know how it's going down. Um, are you ready for the Super Bowl section? Let's do it. All right, my guy. First question. Tupac or Biggie? Hmm. So, uh, uh, I have to tell you that the very first concert I ever went to at 15 years old mm-hmm. was Biggie and Mob Deep. So I will always be a big fan from start to finish, you know, but um, I, I definitely respect Pac's work and, and I, super prolific as a writer, but I'm, I'm a big fan. Mm. Mm. So you're going with, just say it. Biggie. Okay. That's my first concert ever. I can respect that. I can respect, I can respect that. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Um, and you know what? For you, we're only going to keep it to two questions. We're only going to keep it to two questions because you, you, you're just that jig. You're just that jig. Um, are you ready for the second and final question of this round of the Super Bowl in this episode of Life in the Fast Lane hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses? Are you ready? Oh, it's ready. Ready. My guy. If you could take a ride with anyone alive, no longer with us, mythological, biblical, fictional, Non-fictional. Who would it be? Where would you ride? And what would you be riding? Oh, man. Um, and I can think of a lot of people that would be cool to ride with. I The first person that pops into mind, my mind, though, is, you know, a, a friend of us both. And wish he was still here. But I, I'd love to spend some laps on a dirt track with Nikki Hayden again. Man. That would be, <sighs> the bro. That would be yeah, the yeah. bro. Oh, the bro. Yeah. Miss, I missed. Let me tell you something. I... I miss him and yeah. I, I miss his person. And I've talked about him on the show and I've had Jackie on the show. Shout out to our sister, mm. Jackie. Love you, Jackie. Love uh, Jackie. It, you know, he stays in my head. Nikki and I would text and, you know, just random stuff we would talk about. Yeah. Um, he was just a solid a one real bro. Anytime yeah. I needed anything, if it was for SBI, for the magazine, if it was, he was always quick to respond. He was always yeah. quick to just be there. And I miss, I miss him, man. I miss that dude. 
This is I, about I you, too, man. Yeah, no, he's he's such a good dude, man. Like he, you're, you've absolutely nailed the, the head, uh, nailed the nail on the head. Um, he's one of those people, man, of all the stardom and you know worldwide accolades. If you developed a personal relationship with him, he was always there. He was just a solid dude and a fun guy to be around. So, and if, obviously a phenom on a motorcycle. And if, if you ever had the chance to watch him ride dirt track, like that's his roots. And and I mean, he was a magician on the bike. It was yeah. he's awesome. So I'd love to have that opportunity again. Okay. So where would you, would, so that's who flat track, yeah, so flat, flat track in any, just, in any uh, bike in particular? Oh uh, man. I, I don't know. No, not really. It's okay. a, a properly prepped DTX bike. Probably I've, I've never ridden a mile bike, a big, uh, you know, anything big. So probably, uh, you know, properly prepped 450 DTX bike Paris would be rad. He's awesome out there. So yeah. Or maybe actually with him at his track in, in, uh, in Kentucky would have been cool. I love it, man. Yeah. Good, good answers, bro. Good answers. Thanks. <laughs> bro, is there anything, anyone that you want to give a shout out to, anyone that you want to say thanks, anything you want to say at all? Yeah. I mean, definitely shout out to all the Super Hooligan fans and racers out there. Uh, shout out to SBI Nation, the whole, oh um, your squad. Yeah. Uh, you. Whole industry. You know, uh, it's times like this that we all kind of come together and, and uh, rely on each other and, um, I know, I know I share the same sentiment as every other motorcyclist out there, uh, that can't wait to get back on a bike and just be out riding and back to normal, I guess. Brother Nathan, man, as always, as always, it's a pleasure and a privilege to talk to you. I'm looking forward to, uh, to, to our next beer together, to our next time we actually can be in each other's physical, physical, uh, presence. Um, yeah, you are, you are part of the foundation of Black Moses. I love you, bro, and I mean that. You and you know, uh-huh. I, you you know that I mean that when I say that. You know that. It, it when you say it, it hits me right in the chest. You, and you should. know, I love you too, brother. <laughs> as it should, as it should. Yeah. Listen, bro, stay safe, feel better, rest up, and don't become a complete cyborg. A little bit of a little bit cyborg is okay, but I saw iRobot with Will Smith. I know what happened. Yeah. So just <laughs> just I'll, just be I'll easy. Keep my humanity about me Please. for sure. <laughs> Please. All right, my brother. Hey, thank you for everything. I will talk to you soon. Cool. Cheers. Well, that's our show for this week. Listen, man, please follow the show on Instagram at Life in the Fast Lane Official, on Twitter at LITFL Official, and on Facebook at Life in the Fast Lane Podcast. Please hit that like, hit that subscribe, drop a review, drop a comment, hit that share button. Black Moses appreciates you. We'll be right back here next Friday with an all new episode of Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. I'm gone. This is an MJ Morning Show podcast quick fix on Radio Influence. Johnny Stinkface, it was simple. He was supposed to be a really aggressive shock jock on the air. But off the air, he was a very nice – so he would call up his his interviewers and be like, hey, it's Johnny Stankface. Just uh, want to get prepared for our interview here and, and just want to talk. And then when he gets on the air, he's just a shock jock talking about tits and tsunamis. <laughs> All right. Here, here we go. Hello, this is Dr. speaking. Hi, um, Dr. Yes, this is she. Hi, hey, what's going on? It's Johnny. Um, I contacted you over email uh, a couple yeah, days yeah. ago. 
You remember me? Hi, Johnny. Sure I do. Hi, how you doing? Great, great, great. You're so nice. I really appreciate you coming on the show. I know you're really busy. Oh, and, that's um, right. All right. Now, let me explain to you how this show works. Um, okay. Of course, my name is Johnny, and uh, this is my normal speaking voice. Now, when we start recording the interview, and I actually hit record, I'm going to turn into my character that I play on the air, which is named Johnny Stankface. Okay. All right. It's it's totally not who I am, but I'm sort of forced to do it. You know, I, I got to have a job, you know? <laughs> you remember my name, just in case? Yes, I do. What is it? Stinker? St- Stankface. Stankface. Stankface? Yes, Johnny Stankface. Okay? Stankface. All right, so uh, let's get started with the interview here. And uh, and are we ready to record? Okay. All right, Johnny Stankface show coming down. Three, two, and... Yeah! All right, welcome back. Another edition of the most exciting, most shocking, most in-your-face radio show in all of America, the Johnny Stankface show. Welcome, everybody. Starting off the show with a bang. We got a guest on the line. Aren't you there? I'm I'm here. What are you laughing at? The MJ Morning Show podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, mjmorningshow.com, and radioinfluence.com. 